Welcome back to another edition of the Strozzi Football Podcast. I'm Anthony McGuire coming to you from way down south in Margaret River this week. We're going to review the Betfred Cup semi-final action as Hibs capitulate and Livy go on 10 in a row. Um, we're also going to look at all the lead action, two sets of fixtures to cover there, and then we'll predict what's going to happen with our woeful predictions as always. Richard Tobin, how are you? Hey, good to speak to you, Antonio. I'm so glad that we actually got Wednesday night's fixtures behind us because I can just imagine us having a wee bit of egg on our face with the Dundee United score. I just would saying. not have picked 5-1, but we will get we will get to that because you, you've got a wee bit of expert analysis on that one. But I think it probably Scary. makes the most sense to to start with the uh, the League Cup semi-final. So I think we'll, we'll start with the... It's quite exciting, isn't it? St. Johnson, this, we were talking about the other week, uh, how they haven't won it and they've got a chance now. So, I tell me what you thought of the game. Well, I guess, yes, Hibs, Hibs had the probably the better chances definitely in the, in the first half an hour, 40 minutes of the game. Jamie Murphy, wow, like, you know, he, he should have done better with his first shot. Good save um, by Xander Clark. Comes back out for a second go and then tries to chip the keeper, but hits the crossbar. And and really, that phase of play, there was three chances in that one phase of play because there was an earlier chance from across in that same phase. And Hibs just didn't take their chances. And this is the, the, the where Hibs are guilty this season is when they don't take their chances early doors, um, it usually comes back to bite them on the bum. And it, and it did. Um, very powerful headers. Um uh, da, 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 Jason, or I want to say Jason Holt, but I don't know if that's right or not. Um, but powerful header, put put them in front, and then Hibbs never came back out in the second half. They completely, you know, folded faster than Superman on laundry day. Hey, um, hey, hey. Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yes, it's just um, so Jason Kerr. Sorry, I say uh, Jason oh, Kerr. Jason, Jason Kerr. That's what I meant to say. Sorry. Um, and 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 yeah, and then and then you know, then it was two 0 Another another great header um and this was the thing everyone say after the match to Callum Davison um were you practicing set pieces did you think there was a frailty, a frailty there or Hibs and he's yeah. like nope <laughs> yeah. it just it, yeah. it just sort of happened and uh and yeah and then it just like I said then the, the, the usual old story you're 2-0 you're down chasing the game and then sort of St. Mern saw uh, St. Johnson come back and saw a third yeah. Game over, and and, Hib, me. And, and Hibs have bombed out of two semi-finals now. And Jack Ross was looking rather frazzled and quite grumpy after the match, understandably so. Yeah, it's probably their kind of last chance of silverware this season. I think. Um, I mean, I think that um, what was going to thinking about the the, the 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 kind of two guys for um, St Johnson. So I, you know, first of all, um, Stevie May, wonderful a local boy uh, who you know getting into a cup final with St Johnson. That's just wonderful, um, and I, and I think it's going to be um, one of those big days out for St Johnson because you know they they they've actually got quite a, a big latent following. It's just that because they haven't really got to too many big finals that they kind of fall away a little bit, but they were very well supported when they got to the Scottish Cup final. And uh, and this is another opportunity for them to win. And it'll be the first time, as I said, that they'll, they'll win it if they do. But Livia are going very, very well. And they took care of St Mern, albeit in a wee bit controversial fashion. Yeah, look, I mean, the, the goal from Livy was, was, was well worked. Scott Robinson with a great flick on him and the guys... I think it was David Martin after him says he was like to be cast as a, a hobbit or a dwarf because he's he's probably the tallest <laughs> player on the pitch. 
yeah. maybe I dreamt that. I don't know, but I feel somebody said it. Um, and he's flicked maybe it you did. Maybe, well, maybe <laughs> I just did. Um, no offense, Scott, but you, you played well, mate. Um, so he flicked it on. <laughs> Effie Ambrose should have burst the net again, like he should have done against Celtic. He's hit the crossbar. It's flung back out, and then Scott Robinson again there makes no mistake with his header, puts Livy in the leads. Few other wee chances. Nicky Devlin spurned a good a good chance going forward for Livy in the second half. Conor McCarthy unlucky with a header cleared off the line for St. Martin. Big Abika probably should have done better with one of his chances. He was in on goal and, and sort of fluffed it, tried to rush it a bit, and then he was booked for simulation as well for going down way too easily. Mm-hmm. Um, did you happen to see the penalty shout for Livy in the Oh, sorry for St. John's St. Martin in the first half at all. Do you know I didn't because I only saw the highlights and I actually I didn't actually see the kind of package. I didn't see it on that. I think it's on Twitter somewhere. But um, yeah, I think I think there was quite enough noise made about it to say that it was a, you know a fair shout given some of the penalties that we've seen this season. Uh, absolutely, and uh, I, by all accounts, it was a scrappy game. I mean, Livingston didn't play particularly champagne football. They mm. went one 0 up after ten minutes, and then sort of you know played it played it long and and just tried to you know. Keep, keep it down the other end as much as possible, but um, you know, not not champagne football with any stretch. But as I champagne said, in football I, from Livingston. I, 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 is well, Livingston I mean, working a place that you kind of get your your uh, your South African Sauvignon Blanc? I would have said it's a, sh- it's a results driven business. So I mean, end of the day, he's, he's ten, he's ten win, or ten ten yes. beaten in the bounce. So you know, fair fair play, to David Martindale. And the other good news for David is that he also got the all clear from the SFA on Tuesday, so he is now a fit and proper person. Absolutely. So yeah. finally, the SFA gets something right. Yeah, cool. So that final, uh, I think there were, I think there are some voices sort of suggesting to push it back to June uh, with the hope that there might be crowds. But look, sorry guys, it's not going to happen. Um, and I think this is going to be another behind closed doors. But it'd be quite exciting. St Johnston versus Livingston, first probably open and competitive final. It's going to be these humdingers. I reckon it's going to be a classic. Yeah, look, I mean, it's, it's all to play for. And I mean, like you say, you know, the old adage or the old thing, it's two Diddy teams. Like, you know, somebody's going to, somebody's ready to go down in, as a club legend if they score a winner in a cup final. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the, there's there's definitely a statue status potentially for, for either club there. So, the Stevie um, May stand yeah, in Perth. Could, yeah, could, could well be, or maybe the Guy Melamed stand, you never know. Oh, no, that, that would be bad. That would be a bad bit of business, actually, if you're just in for about like six months and then score the winning goal in a final and then off you go and you get a stand named after you. Fantastic. <laughs> well, we're um, going to do a, well, let's do a quick, just a wee ramble through these results. So we're going all the way back to last Wednesday because that was when we oh, last recorded. so long ago. So long ago yes. so we're just going to we're just quickly going to riff on these because there's so many to get through and we need to um yeah talk a little bit about transfers and things like that as well sure so good. livingston to celtic to um i think summed up um by uh, <laughs> celtic sort of again coughing up a an early goal and then giving away the lead uh, and then scott brown getting sent off only being on the park for five minutes i think that 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 do you know, do you know what, I, I, what actually surprised me about that was that that like Scott Brown has had any number of those petulant episodes over the years and has maybe picked up the odd yellow. Well, that's the first time I've seen him get a red. Um, and you do wonder, oh, does the crowd influence the referee? Maybe. And I think that um, that was, I mean, it, like, there was nothing in it. And and you know, you reckon? They, oh, I thought he, I th- the, the, the thing is for me is he he slowed up to actually 
he set it up like he knew what he, he knew what he was doing so I, I've had no problems with it being a red card. oh no problems with it being red no totally yeah, I agree with yeah. that but I mean there was no doubt about it like yeah. there was there was physical but I think that um, I think that the, um, the reaction was you know um, hand to face and actually mm, minimal contact to that part of your body pal yeah. anyway it is what it is and I, he deserved the red card absolutely it's one of those kind of blatant retaliations for what was really a nothing and uh, he should and does know better um, I Rangers thumping Ross County the weekend five nothing. Um, couple of cracking goals in that, um, but um, goals spread across the park. Kent, Hillander, Aribo, Jack, Golson, um, Ross County absolutely didn't expect. I don't think to take anything from that game, and I think John Hughes said as much after match. He said, "You know, we're going to be measured by our performances at Ibrox, um, but nonetheless, Rangers looking absolutely stonking and are." heading relentlessly towards the title uh, miles and miles in front and of course that kind of Livingston Celtic game where the first of the the guys kind of coming out of isolation frankly didn't make that much difference and Rangers march relentlessly on. Uh, insane game at uh, Pataudry, Aberdeen beating Motherwell 2-0 a decent effort Tommy Hoban and Andy Considine Andy Considine he of great Scotland song fame I was watching that clip last night again of uh, doing the Diego Maradona I remember we were chatting about that in the previous cast and uh, uh, you do the Diego Maradona and you turn around it just kind of brought all of that flooding back moments of great joy and happiness as a Scotland fan um, not so good for Motherwell who have improved a lot uh, I'll talk a wee bit more about it. in fact that's quite a good link into what they did at the weekend because they went up to Ross County and won 2-1 uh, Devante Cole who you've been relentlessly taking them into out of and is it Bevis McGabby or Devante Cole? No it's Bevis McGabby I've been Devante's been fine he's he's actually found some form since the new manager's right, come uh, in so um, so passes passes the Anthony <laughs> test <laughs> Um, yes, so let's, um, yeah, so Ross County, a uh, couple of losses now in a row. I mean, Rangers and then Motherwell, which is one they probably would have wanted to to get some points in. So yeah. that's Motherwell actually leapfrogging um, Ross County. They're on 22 points. And then Ross County sitting on 20, which is a point above yeah. Hamilton Atties. However, Hamilton Atties and Motherwell both have two games in hand Ooh, on Ross yes. County. Yeah. I believe one of which is oh, they play. Oh, are they playing each other? I think they. I think they do. I think Motherwell yeah. and Hamilton do actually play each other. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not too far to travel. So I think they'll probably be allowed out to do that one. Yeah. Um, Ross County picking up lots of bookings. Uh, you know, they got a couple of bookings at the Rangers game, and uh, I think there's four or five of them booked in that game in Motherwell. Um, Ian Vigers once again, congratulations, Ian. You are one of our leaders. The, um, the um, young yeah. young laddie from Celtic. He signed with Ross County on loan to the end of the season. Leo Held 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 Held. It is one of those Scandinavian names. With He's picked up two yellow cards in two games, so he must be. Oh, <laughs> what a result. That's fantastic. Well, he's making his mark on yeah. someone. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, St. Johnson Aberdeen, that was painful. I uh, didn't have to watch too much of that. Aberdeen Aberdeen fans making a wee bit of noise about how, oh, yeah, they've got short memories. Um, actually, I should fill in at this point the, the kind of memes that were going around about Bernie Sanders. 
And uh, I think it was Stuart Cosgrove had picked up uh, on the wires that um, that, that um, Bernie, <laughs> some of Bernie Sanders sitting at the US presidential inauguration reminded him of uh, the Aberdeen home support sitting in the old stand, sucking on pan drops <laughs> and watching <laughs> the action pan out. Absolutely brilliant. I have seen. Him, I, have, right. I, I was going to say I have seen uh, Bernie superimposed in a few stands and a few of the football yeah. clubs. So uh, the meme, the memes yeah. have been going around thick and fast. So. Mm-hmm. Funny. Uh, and they were all right against Motherwell. I mean, they played sort of reasonably well and their kind of midfield turned up and they won. And But then against, against St. Johnson, it was just uh, nothing's up and it was really a, a difficult and painful, even watching the highlights. So God knows what it was like if you were actually, were you at the game? That would have been quite hard work. <laughs> um, but the shock of the week, and I have to say that I didn't see this coming and because uh, United have been pretty reasonable all season, I thought, and I think have been good value for their mid-table obscurity which is not bad for coming back to the league uh, albeit in the weirdest of circumstances with the pandemic raging on um, but I absolutely smashed by St Mern. a couple of really dodgy penalty decisions uh, the first one soft second one soft air uh, you know first one uh, going down under a kind of fairly innocuous challenge second one with the new handball rule look it's the right call technically and I think if I was a St. Martin supporter, and I'm sorry, Pai and Bovro, I know that, you know, you might have thought, I, actually, I think you had the good grace to say that you didn't think it was a penalty um, and it was soft, but that means that St. Martin went in halftime 3-0 and you've got two goals against you in the last five minutes before halftime. Uh, you and I have played enough football to know what that does to the head. Yeah, I mean, it's that's that's you're never really coming back from that, although they did, Ian Hearts did get one back for the United to make it 3-1. Um, and then it was good goal. Two, two, actually if you get two, a chance to see it, it was yeah, good goal. two yeah. late goals from Dylan Twanley and Christian Dennis and that was all she wrote but interestingly mm. enough just looking at the table here Richard I'm stealing your thunder here but St Martin are actually sitting in seventh place at the moment on 26 mm. points so that's only two points behind Dundee United but they have three games in hand yeah, over, and they're going over, well. over Dundee United so yeah. I think they, they're definitely potentially going to maybe get into that top six i'm not 100 sure who their three games in hand are against but well a couple of the pandemical games i think yeah. for st martin so kelly who are yeah. uh, right next door and and aren't going no bad but probably st martin going better and a yeah. uh, and mother yeah so i mean definitely winnable definitely winnable games uh livingston two Kilmarnock nil um two very late goals for livingston so <laughs> i mean you're probably yeah. if you if you're uh alex um die you're probably thinking yeah we'll take a point and we'll move on but no, no so lucky unfortunately late goals from cabia and Pittman. and championship material championship material never give up it's like an <laughs> nil and you just wonder you do wonder actually how livy would have gone um had your man been in place you know earlier on in the season Garrett because Hall. they have absolutely uh well i mean they have, they have steamed on um, since David Martindale took over the reins, and and you know that their form is 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 excellent, and you know two draws against Celtic, uh, who you know didn't put out mug teams in either of the games, um, so I good for them, and looking very strong and pulling away from United. Actually, you mentioned you know sort of the sort of sixth seventh position, uh, Livingston kind of pulling away, look pretty safe for top six actually. Yeah, I mean, on current form, you just can't see it. You can't see it slipping. They'll, 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 they'll drop points at some point, but you know, mm. they're, they're um, yeah, they're looking looking good. They have a formula that is working for them. Uh, 
Hibs. Alfredo Morelos no. once again. And we're not going to talk about, you know, we're not going to talk about tracking devices and cars. We're not going to talk about, we're talking about it's just really annoying, petulant little things that he does that's just really great. So for everyone that doesn't like Scott Brown and the fact that he deservedly got a red card, frankly, I'm glad the cameras are on Alfredo and uh, it's unfortunately not in the highlights package again, but it's all over Twitter. Um, the, the the kind of stamp on Ryan Porteous, which, you know, probably got another retrospective red card. But, and it's a key but, he went on to score the goal that beat Hibs. Mm. Yeah, look, I mean, as a gain, I mean, the Rangers have, you can say they've been riding their luck all season, um, not really conceding any penalties and, and, and as a day, this potentially could be another retroactive red card for Alfredo Morelos um, after his one against the United, it was, I think. Um, I would take issue with you saying Rangers raids in the luck all season. They've been quite no, no, good. In terms, of, in, like, terms of, <laughs> in terms of some of the refereeing decisions, like there's yeah, some enough. things that, like even in the first 10 minutes, uh, Golson shoved one of the Hibs uh, set of forwards and that mm. for me was a penalty in itself and that wasn't given either so they, they i'm not saying they're, they've played really well and they're going to win the league at a canter but i just feel that sometimes when you're when you're playing so well these sorts of decisions tend to just go in your favor um mm. and that have you got a wee tiny have you got a wee tiny celtic conspiracy theory voice uh, there? not just really quietly, but i just bring away it all good I, I just i just think that you know Morelos needs to stamp this stuff, stamp this stuff out of his game. Pardon the pun, um, but but, <laughs> I, I, I just, but yeah, but like you know that on any other day that that's that's it's a red card, and then that puts puts Rangers under, under all sorts of pressure. So in that sense, they have been lucky, um, but I still think that you know if I was Steven Gerrard, I'd be shipping them on. But I, I think yeah, but that's 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 me. Um, that, that, they're my thoughts, but uh, that's okay. I'll leave you with him. It's an opinion. It's an opinions-based show, so it's all good. Uh, Celtic being Hamilton two nothing. Uh, Lee Griffiths and Odd is on. Uh, you haven't seen that for a while. Griffiths and Odds and Edward both up front for Celtic and both scoring. Um, but yeah, that ends up that ends a kind of pretty woeful run for Celtic, um, who were becoming drawmeisters uh, in their in their uh, pursuit of second place. But I reckon, look, you know, it's beginning to have that kind of familiar familiar-ish look to it. Um, there's a six-point difference between Celtic and Aberdeen for second and third Celtic with a game in hand. Uh, game's over for the championship for me. It's all done and dusted about three weeks ago, maybe even longer than that. Um, but, you know, Celtic, if they can anchor for that second position, well, at least they're going to get a wee bit of European football next season. Yeah, um, I mean, But some movement in the transfer window of a European type as well. I was just trying to just quickly on the Celtic-Hamilton game. Yeah. The, um, the, uh, David Moyo had a really good chance to equalise for... for, for um, for Aki's, huh. mm-hmm. um, again, the defending there was terrible. Um, so, I mean, 2-0 on paper, it looks good. It was comfortable enough. Celtic probably should have won by more, but they're still giving away golden chances at the back. And, you know, that goal goes in. It's one each, just right before halftime. And who, you know, who you just don't know how these games pan out sort of things. So they haven't fixed the problems at the back. Barkas was dropped for Bain. Mm. Um, so mm-hmm. that, that goalkeeping situation still hasn't been sorted out either. Um, and you know, the, I um, should put a CV in for that one. Anything. I think just about anyone can get a game and goals for Celtic <laughs> at the moment. And you, and you start feeling that, you know, that Neil Lennon's a bit of a lame duck manager. Cause you can't, you know, he's on a rolling contract. You can't see him lasting past the end of the season. And, you know, you look at clubs like Chelsea who have decisive and they sack 
Frank Lampard and bringing a, a, a new manager the very next day. No, you know, just ruthless, basically. But you can't see that happening at Celtic anytime soon. Nah. Um, yeah, but they've, 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 they've often had a bit of grace about these things, in my opinion. I mean, it's, it's rare to see them, you know, kind of pull the pin. This season has not gone well for Celtic. And uh, and so you've got a situation where you know there's there, there's not a lot to retrieve really. They're out of the Europa League. They're you know they're they're off the boil in the league itself. Um, there's going to be a lot of movement of players over the coming few months. I reckon you know I think that um, Odson Edward will be on his way, uh, and I think also uh, it will be um, time to say cheerio to a couple of other of their midfielders. There's going to be um, bids in for folk like Ryan Christie and so on. So there's going to be a big transition piece um, come the summer. I reckon it'll be a, a Ronnie Dyla style outcome where they'll sit down with their, I, I honestly think they sit like, in, it's like an accountant's office at the end of the, you've got your KPIs and uh, you've not done it. So yeah, that's the end of the season. Thank you very much and cheerio. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just, everything's basically um, in sort of um, a holding pattern. So, you know, it's it, a bit it, like the Ronnie Dyla position, you know, like you knew Ronnie Dyla was a kind of lame duck yeah. before you know that season. So uh, it's very similar sort of thing. A good wee bit of business in the transfer window though for Celtic. Yeah. Jeremy Frimpong uh, moving on to buy Leverkusen, undisclosed fee, but it's suspected to be around about 11.5 million pounds. Um, he was bought from Man City a few years ago for 300,000 pounds. So quite a, mm. a good turnaround there. Um, Unclear if there's a sell-on clause to Man City, though, um, so they might get mm. a wee bit of change out of that. Um, but you know, I, I think it's it's a good bit of business. I think um, Frimpong is is one of those players that you, you don't really think he's going to make it as a fullback. Um, he's you know, but then doesn't have that final killer delivery for that more of that winger type position. So. He's got pace to burn, and he's shown that, especially in his first season, playing that full season for for, for Celtic, he, he just dominated down that wing. So I just think that he needs um, obviously a bit further development, and obviously he feels yeah. that he's trying to get that with the with the yeah, Germans. He's only, he's only 20 years old. I mean, I think <laughs> swapping the, the glamour of Glasgow's East End for Leverkusen, you couldn't get more like for like, I have to say. Um uh, the good old the, the good old Aspirin Works team, but uh, they've gone reasonably well over the years. Uh, Leverkusen in and out of Europe, so it's not as if uh, he's going to a, a kind of a, a kind of second tier German team. Uh, they, they're definitely one of the competitors in that league. So, I uh, good luck to him. Um, anything else happening in the transfer front? I think yeah. I've been kind of a wee bit awol with it. That's right. It's a few just a few loan deals. Um, so, Glenn Middleton, um, he's on loan to St. Johnson from Rangers for the rest of the season. Uh, fun fact for Glenn Middleton, his middle names are Bell Dollar. Um, so somebody was taking a Mickey Glenn the Bell Dollar Middleton Dollar. Mm. Oh, there you go. So he's still under yeah. contract at Rangers until 2023 and this right. is his third loan stint since being signed by Graham Murty back in 2018. Mm. So not quite been able to, and he had an injury, any injury at some point, but just not be able to crack the um, the start and eleven, or really getting close to that 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 Rangers team. Um, Paul McMullen, Dundee United. He's been loaned out to Dundee um, for the rest of the season. And it's a long way to go. I know. I'd rather say that. Yeah. Who says they don't like each other? Uh, and <laughs> uh, and the other bit of permanent business was George Oakley um, coming in a free transfer from Bulgarian side Pirin. 
Ballard, oh Jesus, Ballard grads, <laughs> Ballard grads. Um, that, very good. I'm and, very uh, impressed. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Great. Yeah, it's shocking. And he's better that, than a Reddit short position, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, GameStop. Um, and uh, he's uh, he's signed for Kilmarnock. Uh, he's a striker who's previously graced Scotland's applying his trade with Inverness Tally Thistle and Hamilton Ackies. Totally good. Well, next week uh, we've got. Our, well, let's. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm beginning to kind of really think that we should probably um, ease back on predictions because I think that um, because it's been predictably unpredictable at times this season. But that's what makes it good fun. So I'll actually put five bucks on it this week just to give us a wee bit of interest, right? And and we'll do we'll do uh, whoever gets the most uh, the most correct outcome, then the five bucks. In fact, you can that you can buy me a schooner. All right. Right. Okay. I, I, Perth prices are five dollars. We need to close to a student, but that's okay. We, <laughs> we might need to make it ten. But that's all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. True. All right. Uh, uh, so Celtic got some burn at home. All right. I'll, I'll Celtic. Okay. And uh, Dundee United versus Hibs. I'm going to go United because I think that they will bounce back from that five-one shockerooney and Hibs uh, to miss a surfeit of chances. Um, for Shanklin to score like 45 plus one. All right, I'll go Hibs just for controversy's sake. Good, good. That's good. Well, that means that my beer's safe already. Uh, Kilmar against St. Johnson. Kelly been going all right. St. Johnson, wee bit patchy, wee bit of a, maybe a cup hangover um, against Aberdeen. I mean, it's an atrocious game, right? Um, but Kelly, I fancy them just to kind of take a couple points here, put a wee bit more pressure on that relegation dogfight. Draw. Drawmeister, right? Okay, so Kelly and you've gone draw. I'm writing these down by the way, so I will remember. Okay. All right. Yep. Uh, Livy, Livy against Aberdeen. I have to say, very fancy the Livy on this one. I'm going to draw. Oh, I, I, I should have gone for a pint, really, shouldn't I? <laughs> uh, and then uh, before we record again next week, uh, there's Tuesday fixtures as well. Some of this will be the kind of catch up stuff beginning to happen uh, because um, February is pretty congested with fixtures. Because let's face it, there's nothing else to do. Um, Aberdeen playing Livingston. Oh, it's it's a home and away. It's, it's a, a reverse. It's, it's a, a reverse tie. Yeah. Um, oh. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say Aberdeen. I don't know why, but I am. And I'm going to go draw for this one because I think I don't think Aberdeen will lose at home. But I think a lot will depend on, as you know, what happens with uh, the old, the old kind of away fixture. I reckon Aberdeen will cop it. They'll get a roasting and then they'll go up and they'll perform a bit better. But they'll go for a draw. There you go. Right. Um, coming up after that, it's St. Myrna against Hibs. Tasty. Yeah. Um, all right. This one, I'm ready to go. Oh. I've got a draw. You've carefully thought that through. I am going to go for St. Mern because I think Hibs are on a woeful run and I think that they've been missing You'll the target too many times. You've been on a woeful run. You've taken uh, yeah. the <laughs> That's all right. That's right. Yeah. yeah, see, the Jack Sartorial charms are no longer doing it from the dugout. Uh, and then it's Killy against Celtic later on. Even that game's live on BN Sports, by the way. Yeah, I'll go Celtic because the pressure's off them now, so they'll probably will go on an unbeaten run because there's no... Like I said, it doesn't matter now anyway, so I I think they will win. But yeah, so I think they'll win that too. But when I win when I win my pint, right, or my schooner or what I see notice the price has gone up already, right? <laughs> I'll give I'll give you my pint so you can cry into it, okay? Because uh, your season is over. I know. 
See, that's the nice thing about mid-table obscurity. It is absolutely what they say it is. It said, does what it says on the tin. Uh, your final thoughts for this week, Antonio? Oh, final thoughts. Um, I haven't really, I didn't really give it much final thought. I'll be on holiday this week, so I should have all this time for positive reflection and uh, all these things. But uh, Sunshine. Yeah, sunshine, relaxing. Wine, wine yes. Um, I guess... Come back to me, Richard. Well, you've obviously got something up. Because oh, no, no, my, not my final thoughts. I just I'm absolutely delighted that we've actually written down what are, um, because so many times I've kind of come back on and thought, oh, that's right, we got that really, really badly wrong. So I've actually, I'm going to frame this one um, for you and send it to you. And and my final thought is that um, I'll be looking forward to both giving you that pint for you to cry into because I know how hard it's been for you. So good on you I'll, for um, I'll, having I'll, a wee holiday and having a wee break. I've, well, yeah, I've needed it. Um, but I, I think I'll just finish. David Martindale, I think he should get manager of the year. But given the fact that Rangers have obviously stopped the 10 or will stop the 10, Stephen Gerrard will probably get it. But I think what David Martindale has done, um, and especially if he, if he lifts the cup next month, um, I think he's definitely a very deserving winner. So I think that's a, a fair point to end on. Very good. Well, we'll talk about Stevie G and the potential suitors for him in the coming season. Anthony, thanks so much for uh, taking the time out of your wee holiday. We are so geographically remote. To all of our listeners in the US, Canada, India, all over the world, thank you so much for listening, taking the time to have a wee blather with us and interacting. Uh, we are on all the usual platforms. We'll speak to you again in around about a week. Thank you. Take care.